1: From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.
2: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russ Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is TalkArts. Welcome to Talk How are you, Robert?
3: I'm feeling the power of friendship. Really? Yes. Because today's guest is not only an incredible artist who's been making work for over 50 years, Mm -hmm. but in the last six months or so, we've actually become really good friends. Mm -hmm. And I have so much love for her. I initially came to her work through an artist that we work with at Carl Friedman Gallery called Peter Mm Vermeesh and his incredible wife, who's a really well-respected international curator, Lilou Vidal. And they were renting an apartment very close or within a building that today's guest owned. And they said to me, have you heard of this artist? She's incredible. She's in her 80s and she's been making work for over 50 years. And she's kind of undiscovered. Like people don't really know her outside of Belgium. There are people in Belgium that knew her work, but but, you know, otherwise wasn't really being exhibited internationally. Mm. So we started to look at her work, Carl and I, and we fell in love with it. And then recently Zoe Badeau, uh, the curator, did a show um, in Marvel. Former guest
2: on Talk Art. Yep
3: which was called Gossamer. And it was about the history of the material of um, tights being used in art for different social reasons and political reasons. And we did this incredible show with 22 artists. And one of those artists who ended up being the kind of big star, breakout breakout star star of the show in a way, was Marianne Berenhout. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just really thrilled. I've actually never been to Marianne's house before. And we're currently in West London, in very near West Kensington, in a beautiful apartment building, looking out over West London right now. Yeah. And it brought back quite a lot of memories because it's actually somewhere where I used to do gigs in the West 14 Songwriters Club in about 1998. Mm-hmm. So I used to spend a lot of time in this area when I was a late teenager. Yeah, it's really funny. Yes, we've made the journey here. And I would like to welcome to talk Art
2: Marianne Berenho. How are you?
4: Well, I'm fine, thank you. I'm very pleased to vous accueillir, which means to greet you in certain my flat, and um, been, uh, I, I moved to London when I was 80, and um, of course, people say it was very brave, and I have not the feeling of bravery at all. I think being very slow all my life, even when I was young, I've always been slow. I think I, I had a dream, and I wanted to... Fulfilled that dream, and that's coming back to London, and which I did when it took me some time when I was 80. <laughs> so, cause now, you, cause it, currently, you're about 85, is that correct? No, I'm 85 and a half. 85 and a half. So, that means
3: five and a half years ago, at the age of 80, you moved to London. Yeah. So, prior to that, you'd been living in Belgium.
4: Yeah. I um, believe... And I love
3: this idea that you had the dream of living in London. So, you moved at that age.
4: Yeah. Well, when I was um, after the war, I mean, I, we had quite, because I've got a twin brother, actually, but we have quite um, a long history, family history. But after the war, my uncle, which is my father's brother, found us through the Red Cross. He, he actually, this flat is his flat. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a family flat, so that's why I can afford living in the, in such a posh area. Because right, right, right. It's a kind of family flat, and wow, you know. I don't, um, and uh, he kind of knew his brother because, of course, through the war, etc. Uh, everything was broken up. I mean, it's not the only thing, but um, and he found us. He brought us here in um, in the UK. And we were, and then we, he especially, I mean, we are Jew, uh, Polish. I haven't got at all a Jewish culture. I think I did it on purpose. And perhaps I'll tell you my story a bit later on. Uh, Not to have anything, I mean, I'm proud to be Jews, but I have no Jewish culture at all. Yeah. And didn't want to have one, I suppose. Uh But
2: what age was you when you came to London the first time then, when your uncle found you with the Red Cross? Yeah, he
4: well... How old was you and your twin? Uh, it was in uh, 50... Uh, 1947, 1947. Right. And I was born, because I'm not very good, uh, I was born in 1934.
2: Right, right, right. right. So, uh, so prior to that, so the war split you up from your family.
4: Yeah, but, I mean, it, it split up. It killed the war. I mean, wars are, are awful things. Altogether, whatever wars it is, there's lots of it all over the world. I think that the most awful thing that happened to a human being. Mm. And how do they do that? I just don't understand. I, I can't believe it. They're killing people. They're destroying families. They've destroyed, of course, thousands and thousands and, Million of Jews, but other people too. I mean, you know, even the Germans who were against, they were the first in the camp. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you know the history, uh, I I can't believe that people now are still making wars and Trump is an example. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For instance. (laughs) I know people don't seem to learn, do they, from the past? They seem to forget Mm. their own history. I mean, Mm as if it didn't exist, you know, but it does exist. I mean, what frightened me is that the far right mm. wing is getting up all over Europe yeah. and that's frightful. I mean, mm. it's really scaring and it's unbelievable.
2: What was So what was your story? Why did you and your twin get separated from the rest of your family when you were a kid?
4: What? Uh, <clears throat> well, um i'm um i'm not used to tell my story and I, I i well of course um we were all our family that means a, a, a tiny family i mean my my father my mother, mother my father my big brother my eldest brother and we were we lived together um uh, my father was um in Brussels, and my father was an engineer brewer, that makes beer. You know what I mean? Oh, really? He, a brewer. A, a brewery. Well, he was employed in a brewery. Wow!
2: Uh, or so to make he, the barrels and stuff, or or make the actual beer?
4: No, I suppose I suppose he was he was uh, employed in that brewery. Right. right. And my mother was an engineer too. I mean, but she she was taking care of us and they were how do you say they were betrayed no well someone told like reported
3: yeah told told the Nazis
4: about them and where they were and before that that put us, my brother and myself, in a Catholic orphan because they knew something was threatening, you know.
3: Right. So I mean, they took you and your twin brother to an orphanage? Yeah to a orphanage. Which was run by a Roman Catholic Church.
4: Yes, yes. And that's how although I'm not at all a Christian or Catholic, yeah. I must I must I must say if you are alive it's uh grass grace? it's because of those Catholic people who, yes. who took care of us and they took care of lots of Jews
2: children, children. children
4: yeah and in spite of they were very in dangerous position you know but I mean there were lots of people who were incredible at that time yeah. and my brother was also hidden from my parents but he went to see my parents on the and on that date and there was a traitor who denounced him, and they were taken to, well, well, to the end. Yeah. So sad. Um, And how how old were you at that point? Well, when we were in the orphan, we were... It was in 1940. My my parents were killed, and my brother, my eldest brother, in 1942. 1942, Yeah.
3: So you were about eight or something,
4: were you? Yeah, well, I was about, I was eight. Yeah. I mean, we were eight. But otherwise... Do you Do you
2: have memories of it?
4: No. the The thing is, I've no memories at all. As if, um, I mean, when you had a, kind of a, a wound, very profound wound, I think you
2: the trauma you
4: your trauma. Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: And I think your body and your soul or whatever it is, your mind, uh, kind of covers it. And the way it covers it, for me, I don't, it's, I can't, I can't, I have no memory of my parents. I have no memory, I mean visual memory. Mm. I have no memory of uh, my brother. I've hardly have any memory. And even now, um, I don't recognise people now. I, I know I would recognise you because yeah. I've seen you several but,
3: times. But even that though, like sometimes when we would meet in Margate, you'd come into the gallery and the first initial response to seeing me, I could see that you don't immediately recognise yeah. me. But when you hear my voice, yeah. is when you were like, oh, Robert. And I yeah. remember you like holding onto my arm yeah. and being excited because it was like you'd recognise me almost because you have like a kind of face blindness, yeah. don't you?
4: Yes, I'm face blind. And, and for instance, if I meet you in the street, I mean, there's an, uh I mean, if you go off now, straight mm-hmm. away, come back, I would not recognize you. It's a bit a strange thing. I wow. mean, it is strange, but I think it's kind of uh, protecting. I mean, it was a protecting yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that happened to me, and I'm I'm living with that now. But I mean, that's it. I mean, and. Um, so
2: your uncle found you and your twin
4: after the war. After, after the
2: war, in an orphanage. Yeah, because
4: um, he. He was in the Polish army, mm-hmm. but to be in the Polish army, he had to be converted to, to Catholics.
3: Ah, oh, you know, right. yeah.
4: uh, the Polish towards the Jews were not very open, should I say. Yeah. <clears throat> and probably they're not now either. I mean, not all of them, but you know, it's well known. I mean, and uh, so he was in the um, Polish army and. He was also a doctor. So, in nineteen thirty-nine, the Polish army, as you know, had been all dispersed and destroyed. And yeah. So he flew away with a with a car, hit a car, and his wife and a friend. And they went through. They flew to Poland, Italy, and then they arrived at Biarritz in France yeah. somehow. I don't quite know how, but mm. and I meant to 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 go to South America, but the last ship that left in Biarritz was to the UK, so they took that. Uh, to, it was. And you came of, to London. The, well, they were in a camp, a, a camp where all right. the people were in, you know, in the UK. In the UK. Yeah, and then he had to pass. He passed, suppose, a certain exam to, to be recognized as a UK doctor, yeah. which he was. And then he went to the Air Force, he he fly in the Air Force Army, and he was a doctor. And that's how, and then he knew that his brother had three kids, I mean, yeah. us two. And, and so, but through the war, he couldn't, he couldn't get in touch, of course, you know. Mm. So it was after the war he got in touch with us, and then took us over here. And at that time, I didn't, I, I didn't like UK at all. I just and it's a long, long, long time afterwards. It was like a, a dream. I don't, I don't know why.
2: You were ready to come back. You were ready to be here.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm ready. But I must say that my uncle was mainly. He didn't have children of his own, nor his wife, and uh, I suppose like um, lots of Jewish persons he <clears throat> he wanted to for us to have the best education he could give us, yeah, and so he put us in a boarding school, you know, mm-hmm. but what we needed was love, and we Changing. were very um retarded because We needed affection. We didn't, but he—he was a wonderful man. I mean, he is, and my aunt too. But he didn't quite understand what the. The inner inner feeling was, you know. Mm. Yeah. Because he didn't have of his own. And also I think it was probably quite a different time, um,
3: society wise. If you think of the UK society or, you know, European society after the war, it was such a strong experience for people to go through. And then I think society was so much different back then, wasn't it? And I think people were less open, especially men as well. I think I think they were a lot stricter. And less affectionate, and, yeah, and he'd been in the army as well. There was a it's kind yeah. of a different understanding of how to to
4: relate to people, isn't it? Well, prep but he was a doctor too, you know. At the oh yeah, same so we had that
3: empathy and understanding. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, well, perhaps, perhaps he did play somehow, you mm. know. Uh, but he
2: was a wonderful man, of course. Yeah. So after the UK, you then went to Belgium.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. I came, I came back because we were kind of adopted by a family, which was before my uncle. I mean, it's a long story. I, mean, I get a bit mixed up. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, it's you okay, know, it's but, okay. Um, yeah, so a family had adopted you in
3: Belgium. Yeah, because after the war. Uh, that f-
4: there, there was a family who rescued mm-hmm. a normal workers' family who rescued uh, a Jewish child because her parents were taken in front of them, you know, mm. and they pretend that it was their grand uh, child, you know, so that. And they put it in the same orphan where we were. Mm -hmm. And after my parents had been deported to Auschwitz, Birkenau, and my big brother, those people who adopted us, he was, um, he worked as a chief worker. In a garage, and it was in the that same brewery. Oh wow! And so he got the apartment where my parents lived. Right,
2: right, right.
4: But he didn't know that. I mean, he 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 had the apartment of the engineer. Yeah. Because he worked, and wow. when they bought that child who they adopted, they went to the nuns, Catholic nuns, and told them their address. And the nun said, well, that's funny. We've got two children at the same address. Oh, know. no way. And that's how that's they kind really, of connected. Yeah, wow. wow. And so
2: then they
4: then the took way. you in as well? So, so then, well, after a while, because people were very cautious. I mean, you never knew if uh, you were a traitor or yeah. Um, yeah. what can. still, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, and and there, those... No, those uh, how do you call a Religious... Nun. Uh, Nun, yeah. They, they had to be, because they had lots of Jewish children there, yeah. you know, yeah. and they would have been killed or, or yeah. whatever. So after a while, I imagine, they told that lady... Albert Wilmot Strulens, and they told her that they had two kids, you know, and they told her, so they kind of adopted us Mm. as well, Mm. you know. But, but um, well, when I look at my whole life, Mm. I should say uh, since the age of eight, I always have been, I've never had a family life. Always have been in boarding school on mm-hmm. pensions, so I've never had a family. Now the first time I had again a family now, when I had I married Jacques.
2: You made your own family.
4: Yeah, yeah. I made my own family. Yeah, I had my own kids. Yeah. So
2: when did when did Art come into your life?
4: Well, it came on very late because um, I met Jacques Simon, which was my husband. Mm-hmm. And we we had a wonderful, I mean, we were very much in love. You know, he was, I thought he was the best man of the world, and he (laughs) thought I was the best woman, I suppose. And we had a wonderful love affair. And it came straight away, you know, just bad chance. I could, I remember how we met. That was in 1955.
2: Yeah.
4: And um, he was a painter. That's one of his, Paint, we're yeah. going to take a picture. Yeah, of Yeah, so we're looking at a
3: painting, which is
2: a uh, like apples, a still life. Yeah,
4: or five apples. Yeah, is it five? There's one hidden. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I think there's one behind. me. Yeah,
2: five apples on in a, like a box turned on its side. It looks but like that
4: was uh, in '59. After after that, he did abstract lyric painting. Very, abstract, painting. Oh, really abstract. Yeah, oh. yeah, abstract lyric, very wonderful. I mean, quite wonderful. Yeah, but that was an early. In 59, I
3: think. Wow. So was it your
4: relationship with him that sort of started to teach you about art? He was a painter. But I didn't know, you know, because being, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't even know. I didn't know anything about art. I didn't know anything about art school. I didn't know anything about university. I was really hopeless. But I I didn't, I hardly knew anything because I was in a poor, well, well, I would say in a poor uh, intellectual environment, right? But I wasn't. It wasn't miserable for me because I didn't know, so I didn't miss anything. When I met Jack, he was a painter. Although he was, <clears throat> his father was a, a very small worker, man too. <clears throat> he was a butcher, but he's the only butcher in Brussels who, who didn't make a fortune through the war because he always the you know butchers made themselves very rich because the the small amount of meat that they sold it very high yes, price yes, you're he, he didn't he was so honest he oh, he, he sort you know, of kept it for everybody yeah, yeah yeah so um but Jacques was at the university uh, and painting and so it it opened a world which I didn't even. No, it exists. You know, wow. it's like discovering. Uh, I mean, I was really amazed. But after a few <clears throat> years, I thought, well, I need to do something on my own. You mm-hmm. know, I should do something. And that's how I started doing <clears throat> the, the Maison Maison Sculpture, where, where kind of shelters. Um, but a big like that, you know. And so they were
3: kind of, of like, they were almost the height of someone's waist, maybe. Like, yeah, like trying to work even, out how... Not even that but big
4: like storage, like shelters, but, like, or like uh, bomb I've shelters. Got, as well. I've got some in the catalogue. Yeah. I've got some...
2: Uh, uh, yeah, let's take a Is look. Is it this catalogue here? So sh- sh- um, shelters that that in what way, like?
4: Oh, where, where am I? Oh, gosh.
2: Is it that
3: one? Oh, it's that one there. Here we go.
4: Yeah, but I mean it's in this one and that
3: one there. Okay,
4: it's in this one because mm-hmm. it has. This, uh,
3: so this uh, is a catalog this. that was made for your show at the Jewish Museum in twenty fourteen.
4: Yeah, 2014. That was the Jewish yeah. Museum and and um, Hans, uh, a friend of mine who did the the he uh, he told me to. Uh, stairs to he wanted to make an historical part yeah of the book of the book before mm-hmm. the exhibition mm-hmm. so he made an and those are the the those can there were shelters, but actually
2: so they got scu- the sculptures that have that can be inhabited but they're like architectural models. Yeah
4: yeah that, that I've
2: imagined like shelters look like they're cut out of a mountainside or in a cave, or
4: yeah, but I mean I called them maison sculpture, which is uh house house sculptures house, house sculpture. Yeah, that's
3: the name of the series, isn't it
4: yeah,
3: um, and you made them between nineteen sixty four until nineteen
4: sixty nine yes when when I had the accident, yeah, and it was made of um Those are heavy, how do you call them?
2: Uh, Slabs, sheets?
4: Concrete? Mm. No, not concrete. The, the st-
2: Marble, plaster?
4: No, um, no there's plaster, mm-hmm. but they're on top of heavy... Steel? Like metal, yes. Okay. And just quite heavy. Mm-hmm. So when it was like I
3: heavy put, metal kind of steel structures yeah, that yeah. you then covered in plaster?
4: And then I covered, well, not, yeah, I... I put some, uh, you can't put plaster like that, you have to put it on material. Okay. And uh, and I made this, and I thought, just wonderful. It. But at that time, as I learned, I thought, I discovered uh, what art I didn't know. I went to a, a school, in evening school, I mean, yeah. kind of thing. And the man, the teacher, was Muscal. The, and he was very, um, I don't know whether you know him, he's a very important architect mm-hmm. in Belgium. Mm-hmm. What's he his died. name again? Muscal.
2: Muscal. Muscal. Okay. okay. I've not heard of him no. before,
4: actually, but yeah. And he, But he was very strict, kind of very... Uh, and when he saw that work, he thought it was awful. I, mean, I he bet. Couldn't, he, he couldn't stand it, you know, he couldn't stand oh, wow. it. And at the end of the year, we had a jury... And But all the other people, because he, he was very uh, inventing and a new spirit in that old academy, you know. Yes. You know
2: a fresh old, energy coming fresh in. A fresh
4: energy. Yeah. So all the other teachers didn't like him at all, you ah. know. So when I went around to see the work, and I knew that because I had a friend who was Muscal assistant, mm-hmm. she told me afterwards, uh, they went around the studio where we were all the works, and my work was a bit odd without light and teacher said what's 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 that oh he said that's that's not that's rubbish don't don't take any notes and as there were
2: did you hear him say that when you friend, were told, told no, you the know, assistant
4: uh, told her yeah my, oh my God my sister, and then he uh, but As the other teacher were kind of against him, you know. Oh, they wanted to look. So that gave me the first (gasps) excellent price. But it was a kind of revenge. Yeah. It's not. It, well, perhaps I thought my work was good. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. wonderful
3: I, I love these works, but I see yeah. what you mean because if he was all very strict and oh, architectural, yeah, yeah, these are very expressive, I mean, and they're kind I mean, of like look at this, ideas I mean, of structures, aren't they? They're not. They're not like accurate. These ones you know, make me buildings. think of like
2: Brancusi. Totally, you know? yeah.
3: And I can this, see Brancusi you know, there, I, there. I
2: love Brancusi. You do?
3: Yeah, I do. I do so at, at this time, what artists were you looking at like w- were there artists that excited well, you when you first I didn't discovered
4: that, i didn't know any artists i didn't know I'll tell you i didn't know anything but i did i'll tell you i end the story and then I had the big, the highest prize. for, 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 for <laughs> but then there was um after that the highest prize could present their work to a jury. What was it called? Olivetti, the uh, typewriting machine, and they gave uh, ten thousand Belgian franc to the one. And when my so that was a prize for all the highest, you know, yeah, the highest achievers, yeah, achievement, yeah. yeah. And but Muscal, the teacher was in, and when. Well, of course, I present one of those because was my work. When he saw my work, he had that wonderful sentence and he said, where is a sculpture? So I was eliminated <gasps> and I never, never could present any work or art work because he was in all the jury all oh. over.
3: Oh, no way. Yeah. So he sort of shut you down in a way? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Definitely,
4: but he and why was, do you think
3: that was? He just didn't like the aesthetic of it, or is it because no, you're a woman, or, or is it? Be-
4: well, prep because he didn't like my aesthetic, and also because those teacher gave me the first prize, mm. which. So he was, was having revenge, revenge back at oh, them. I see. Yeah, so you of became course. a pawn in their game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was uh, incredible. But he was a great architect. I must, I yeah. must admit, he yeah. did uh, He didn't take uh, away from his own work. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you touched on, you had an accident in 1969,
4: did you say? In 1969, yeah. I fell, uh, I fell through a roof. Uh, it was a glass roof, glass wasn't wasn't it? roof.
3: Yeah.
4: Four metres and a half. And I broke... That's, that's why I'm limping. It's not because I'm old. Probably I would be limping now. <laughs> but I was limping... I was 35. Yeah. I broke my back. I didn't get in conscience. I went to the... Well, they sent me to the nearest hospital. They really badly treated me. And I should have... And I had to be transferred because I, for my living... I'm a nurse, yeah, and that's how I got my living. I mean, I never had hardly any money from my sculpture. No, so by day you would work as
3: a nurse, and then yeah. at night time you'd make your sculptures and also go to that course and study art.
4: Yeah, not in night time. I mean, in between. I mean, yeah, between shifts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I did it. I mean.
3: <laughs> you found uh, the time.
4: Yeah, yeah, and then <clears throat> uh, what? Yeah, I had. That accident, it was very, very badly uh, treated. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean, it. and I wanted to go make a trial. I mean, you know, but at that time in Belgium, they say if you are not a daughter of a doctor or, uh, or uh, an avocat, what's an avocat? Uh, people. Oh, like a business person? No, no. Uh, do a for, lawyer. A lawyer. A lawyer. If you're not a daughter of, doctor's doctor or a lawyer's doctor, there's no point, don't do it, you I mean you know. And that's why since then I never, I've, I've never run. I mean, I can't run. Can't run. I can't, you know, I couldn't walk. Yeah. I, I couldn't do anything. I had to learn back walking and things like that. And it took me... Over a year. Wow! Can and I ask?
2: Can I ask why you was on the glass roof in the first place?
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I don't quite know why. Right. I don't quite know why. Right. That's that's a bit strange thing. I yeah. mean, you know, because it was in my own house. I yeah. mean, You know, I was hanging, uh, and I remember I was hanging some. Uh, uh, washing. Washing. Yeah. My kids washing, but why? It it was, it seems now I mean it's so yeah. quite crazy yeah when you're going but still and and then after that of course it was after sixty eight which at that time everything I mean all normal thing I suppose it's the same thing in the UK everything was put down I mean uh, the way people were treated in the hospital, I mean nurses, doctors and nurses, all the, uh, the way Teacher behave, behave the way uh, the, the old society orders were pushed away by 68, uh, we call the revolution, but it did it was not because people think it was only a sexual revolution, which it was, mm. of course. Mm. But, the swing in
2: 60s, yeah.
4: But it wasn't only that. It's all the, all the environment, the way people were thinking, the way people were working, mm. all that was put in question and I think it was a great time. Mm. Great time and, of change, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah even a great change and art was put on the table too of course mm. as, as everything else mm. and then um so it, it was a, a a kind of time of
2: uh, great change
4: great change and after a while i, I, I learned to walk slowly and Jacques and myself came to the UK saw an exhibition of Keynes. Keenholes. Ed yeah. Keenholes, yeah. Wow. yeah. And I was so, uh, so so impressed, you know. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought that was that was and just before that I made thing with tights yeah. and two little like they were ties and filled uh, with woolen the thing you have in the mattress, you know. Yeah, like the stuffing, stuffing the kind of wool stuffing, stuffing with, for inside a mattress. And they were like potatoes.
3: Yeah.
4: And I I showed that to friends and they were close friends, you know, and they were horrified. Really? And I said, what's that? And I thought it was the great thing of my life, you know. A big discovery. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, it was a discovery for me.
1: From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
4: Then I saw so keen Activity, which was amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Where, could... where
2: did you see it? What gallery was it? Can you remember? Oh, no, I
4: can't remember. And what, what kind of work was it? Oh, it was... Uh, Big, big works, you know. The um, mental, uh, where they've got two beds mm-hmm. uh, with m- mental people, mm-hmm. with the abortion, mm-hmm. with the car accident, yeah. with the... Uh, I've seen
2: the one with the car and all the headlights are shining on different cars.
4: No, no, it wasn't that one. It but, was yeah. a, a kind of a thing mm. in a car. Right, anyway. right, right. And there was uh, also a cafe and in uh, an outside with um soldiers, American soldiers mm. with the flag they were quite drunk, you know. It was about the Vietnam, no, more, yeah. you
2: know.
4: Yeah. And so but for me it was really incredible, you know, I mean to, to see that inspiring,
2: person. yeah, it inspired you to come yeah, it, back and totally, totally.
4: Yeah. And actually, I saw the
3: five car stud installation that's by Keenhold, yeah, that's yes. one you're talking yeah. about. I saw that in Belgium recently because Luke Toymans, the Belgian yeah, painter, yeah. he did that incredible exhibition and he actually got them to recreate it in a huge tent in Belgium. And it was just a you know, traumatizing, incredible, yeah, powerful yeah, artwork, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm so, right. so, so, yeah, because it's really big issues that he's dealing with, so it's like, um. That really had a big impact Politics, on yeah. you. So that, uh, yeah, your yeah. work
2: changed after seeing that exhibition?
4: Well, well it was this, mm. and then I'd make those stuff with... Uh, time,
2: because your work you had know? to change after your accident as well. You couldn't work with steel, big, heavy material, right?
4: I just couldn't work at all. Yeah. I, it was impossible. Yeah. because I, So I, I tried to work with soft material, and that's why I did those kind of... Uh, kind of I, took, I took some stocking, put some stuff in it, and... Make like two potatoes potatoes after, yeah. well I mean my friends were horrified I mm-hmm. said what what, what she
1: is what she do yeah. I mean,
4: she's crazy man. and then I went to see keynotes after, and he kind of conferred me that I was in a good way, yeah, and, and I went on doing and then and after that, I made the Poupee Poubelle. yeah, so this is a was, series
3: of work you made that is between sixty nine t- and seventy nine
4: yeah,
2: what yeah. does poupee poubelle mean?
4: Poupee, <coughs> is doll, and poubelle is dustbin.
2: So dustbin dolls. Dustbin
4: dolls. Dustbin dolls. That's what but, you called them. But yeah, <laughs> but it means it means that uh, poupee is poupee, doll is doll, but dustbin means. And I always think that even now, because people tell me that I'm recycling. As a matter of fact, I'm not. At all recycling at the end of the day, perhaps I'm making new things, but I think the most important thing in my work is one thing is always has to do with people, even even those co yes. yeah, I mean, it has to do with human beings so there's a sculpture on the floor here in the apartment
3: <coughs> which is um. Uh, assemblage made out of a number of pieces of cutlery so it's got forks knives, spoons and they're kind of like held together aren't they with a with a chain and uh, the chain is also covered in black fabric um, partially so you see a bit of the metal chain Mm. we can take a picture of it and post it
2: so why do you feel like your art is always very personal and about what the unique thing of being alive I didn't get that so you think you say your work is always about people yeah it's very personal
4: it's about people, but not the specific people, because this one, for instance, is a war. It's called war. War, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And, so we're uh, looking at a big uh, shell of a, a bombshell, isn't
4: it? Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was actually, it's a, it's a case, a suitcase, a metal suitcase, which which I bought on that market, Church Market, yeah. Third Street Market, and it was a, a suitcase in which you could put maps in it and throw it from the plane oh wow i see so they could wrap up roll up maps and it would keep it safe
2: and waterproof or
4: yeah right i mean and there's a little sign and it's written 1943 wow and so i thought i was i had that piece i have no idea you know i never had i never make plants or I tried things all through. So I did try to put some flowers in it. Well of course it didn't work at all. Uh, then then I made I asked friend to make the top of it, which is like a bomb.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Because I thought nineteen forty three being thrown from an air I mean, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well you vision bombs so, dropping, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. From the bottom of an aeroplane, yes.
4: That's really interesting
3: because you, um, in the house you had in Belgium, I read that you used to um, sort of obsessively collect found objects, materials, oh. you know, even like dried flowers or cutlery or all these different pieces of objects. And then and then you would almost let them sit within the house and slowly you would create... Um, you know, sculpture. sculptures, like assemblages out of all these different objects. And sometimes you then dismantle them and then other times they'd survive and then they'd become the work.
4: Yeah, but uh, that's what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. The only trouble in this area is everything is so clean. I mean, right, right, uh, right. So I can't find... I've, <laughs> I've got to struggle to find things, but yeah. I do, I do can find things. Yeah. But the other thing about my work that has to do with people... Mm. I mean all the meaning, and the other thing it's because people tell me you are recycling thing, and I say I'm not recycling. I wouldn't say that. I mean, if they say it, okay, you know, I don't bother. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I think I'm kind of keeping thing. What you throw away, it's what
2: things it's your treasure. that you
4: have yeah. live. You have. T- at the moment of your life lived with. Yes. yes. So it's a kind of part of you that you are throwing away. Yeah. And I kind of kind of keep those throwing things. Yeah. Well of course that's a mental I don't know whether it's really true, but that's how it's your I p- your feel. projection on these yeah. objects
2: is what they yeah,
4: Yes. Yeah. That, that is the memory of what they've been used for. Mm. And the other day I was even throwing my you know Paper, recycling paper, and I say, oh, it's funny. I'm I'm throwing my own letters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And, and I as I was doing that, you know. And I, as a matter of fact, I, I always say that the, how do you call people who collected rubbish?
2: Hoarders. Oh, the rubbish collectors, refuse yeah. collectors. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I thought I I said once that there were the the, the new history Historians. Historians. Yeah. Because they collect each day what people are throwing away. Yeah. But what people are throwing away, it it has something to do with their own life.
2: Like identity. Yeah,
4: identity, yeah. life. Yeah. It, you know, and I think it's happened more and more and more with if you think of
3: like new technology. Yeah. Like for example, there's an old sewing machine here, but you know, like how fast things change. Yeah. And then I hear that people literally would just throw, you know, technology out, like old telephones, old computer games, yeah. all these things. Well,
2: your mobile phone gets and updated every exactly, year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
3: and then there's people who actually go and search bins, don't they, to find yeah. all these. Things and then they keep them. Well, you go to
2: museums now, and we're seeing mobile phones that we had when we were teenagers, and you're like, "Wow, that's seen as an antique now or something of the past, uh, like a memory of the past." You're like that
3: that urge humans have as well for the new, and that they want to somehow improve and constantly evolve, and you
4: know, yeah. And at the end of the day, perhaps I'm making new thing out of old, Yeah. yeah, but it's more. A kind of a thing, survival mm. of things mm. that recycling. You know, mm. I would say that. So going back to the idea of people, the
3: series you made, the Poupe Poubelle sculptures, those were um, very figurative, weren't they? Because yeah, very you're using dynamic. like women's tights, yeah, um, which were kind of quite new at the time, weren't they? Well, because uh, you had stockings was, before, didn't you? But I think
4: tights, yeah. Or maybe but, like
3: 50 years old now or something.
4: No, I think they were quite common, even at that time. Right, okay. In the, in the 70s, because I oh, was Oh, yeah, because you were doing it. Yeah, because I was doing for people in the 70s. That's right, like sorry, in 70s, yeah, of course, yeah. And they were quite common. They were quite or- everyday by then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, uh, but as I, after I made those two potatoes, I went down and filled stockings with uh, old stuff mm. because I didn't take notice of my friend said what have
2: you done? You ignored them. What would you stuff them with? What would you What would you put inside them?
4: Well, haven't you seen? You haven't. I've seen, seen, no, but seen I, them. i have seen I them. I want oh, you yeah. to describe oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I stuff, Russell saw the show in well, Margate. I, yeah. I, I, I stuffed them with anything that I found, and most of those pupépoupelles are women. I did try twice to make a man. Mm. Yes,
3: yeah, so you're like you're, the, you're creating a sculpture that, that is a kind of representation of a woman or yeah. a female figure.
4: Yeah, and this is uh, that's the one because um although I'm interested in politics, yeah. I'm not able to do some political sculpture, mm. which I think is very very difficult. Mm-hmm. But this one, for instance, um, this one's in from nineteen seventy four, Viet- uh, and it's called yeah, Vietnam. Vietnam. It's um it's a uh, doll here. After first of all, I filled them with everything was soft, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh if you see the other ones. Yeah. Uh they're soft. Yeah, so you had they... like kind of mattress filling. Yeah. You had like uh Feathers. threads. But afterwards shells. I put some mannequin in it. Some what? Mannequins. Mannequins.
2: Oh like yeah, like, like, this... like a
3: shop, like a shop store mannequin. Right, right, right. So this one has the kind of upper torso of a shop mannequin in a female shape.
4: And and uh that was a woman. And that was it's called Vietnam because of the Vietnam War. Yeah. And that was a woman and all her children, or even perhaps it was not all, but children yeah. were killed and, and, and,
3: and, and dead. To represent the children, you have these kind of toy dolls, yeah, which yeah. are like vintage toy dolls.
4: Yeah, yeah. And there were, they had. It was at the bottom of her. She was overlooking them. Yeah, but they were dead. I mean, they were.
2: Did you and did you show these works at the time? That we were able to put them in the gallery. Yeah,
4: yeah. I well, the first time I showed the work was it uh, because at that time we. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That that time it was um, woman um, woman movement liberation. Liberation. Yeah, like feminism. Yes, and that was incredible. I'm not. I'm. I'm very. I'm a feminist. Yeah, that's for sure. But I'm not very uh, dynamic. I mean. I will say I'm a feminist. I've got friends who are very... Uh,
2: Outspoken, like proud, very vocal.
4: Yeah, but I am talk about it. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. But I'm not very active,
2: let's yes, say. Yes,
4: gotcha. i I wonder what I'm doing about my art. But but I was a nurse too. But I'm not very active in any movement. But I totally agree and I did agree. It was a wonderful time. And when there was the first demonstration... In I think it it, it was in seventy one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, seventy one or seventy two. I put two people in a place where all the women were um, walking past. Oh. You know, it was yeah, in, it was. Uh, I remember perfectly where it was, like in, in a street outdoors. No, it was indoors, but well, it, it was. You could see from the outdoor, but all the women were there. C'est Passage 44. I mean, everyone knows that in, in yep. Brussels. Yeah. And they were there. And after that, I was invited by the Women's Association, because it was just a growing movement, you know, yeah. the liberation. And they invited me to have an exhibition with, the, of the Poupée Poubelle. Wow. And that was amazing. With another friend, which she's a painter, Aunt and she's a friend. Um, and but there were loads of people there, and I showed them. And of course, my friends who were very active feminists. Yeah. I'm. I'm really. I will tell to anyone. I'm a feminist, but I'm not
2: active. Yeah, woman, no, I understand.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know. And <clears throat>
2: did your yeah, friends uh, like the work? Hmm? Did your friends like the work?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. That really I thought it was amazing. And, and you know, and then at that time, when I showed it, I was so much insulted by men that wow. were horrified. Really? They said how disgusting. How could I show women like that? And women generally, that thought it was wonderful, you know. Wow. And interesting. that's 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 what makes me think of the difference this time at Margate, where, where I was very, very pleased to show them yeah. once more um, how men were open to them as well as women, you wow. know. so like 45 years later, yeah. now it's changed, yeah. Almost 50 years Almost
3: later. 50 years mm-hmm. later, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How amazing.
4: it changed, mm. you know. But what uh, was it
2: like seeing them again in, in Margate?
4: Well, it was... Uh... I wasn't totally surprised. I mean, I was surprised in one way mm-hmm. that it tw- that it was asked to be exhibited. You know, I mean, somehow. yes.
3: So the invitation was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The
4: invitation was an amazing surprise and lovely. I loved it. You know, yeah. And uh, but to see them, although I've been making such a different work ever since, of course. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I I recognize myself in in you them, do, you yeah. know somehow. So I wasn't totally surprised, you know.
2: Yeah. Had it's, you seen them prior to that, or had they been like stored away for a while?
4: No, I've I, I think I did exhibition. Yeah, I did exhibition. In meantime, you know, he's a brush show she exhibition me. Mm. And uh, I remember when
3: you were making these as well. You used to store them in an attic, didn't you? And you had like a kind of. Room in the house oh, that no, would have no, all the that, characters leading yeah, up.
4: Where I, that's, that's, not, uh, that's where I. That's not. That's where I store them. Where you store them in, in the attic, and my, yeah. my children, told me but quite lately now, and yeah. are over fifty, uh, <laughs> that that they scared them. Yeah, you know. Oh, really? Of, of yeah. the
2: dustbin dolls yeah. hanging around in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. It was in the attic. You yes. know? you've seen a picture. Yeah, there's amazing
3: them. pictures. Yeah, in um, in where? the Marianne Berenbou uh, sculptures book, I think there's some here. Um, yeah where you can actually see them
2: and so how do you um, feel like now with these works in that show there was an artist you know louise bourgeois's work yeah. and sarah lucas's work yeah. who kind of bizarrely at, at, like after you but in other parts of the world yeah. were making yeah. work that was very kind of the but same
4: i was because i saw the the tide of louise i mean i love louise bourgeois work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't like i, I can't bear her spider I it too I can't scary. Bear. Yeah. But, really? but I saw lots and lots of work, wonderful, I mean, incredible work, yeah. and I really think uh, I don't know much of Lucas' work. Uh, I don't know much of it. I mean, yeah. you know, but um, what surprised me is that uh, Louis Bourgeois' work of the tide was quite great. Yeah, late, it, yeah. Yeah, very, I mean, much late. I mean, I was in the early 70s, yeah. and she made it quite late yeah. in her life. Yeah, 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 And that surprised me. And uh, w- there were more uh, structure. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, you know. More
2: finished, more, more like.
4: finished. I mean, men were kind of uh, thrown away, I mean, kind of. I mean, no. The but ast- even, okay. even the fact that your
3: ones um, sat on chairs, I read that you, you, you that was kind of like something that happened because they were very difficult to actually sit up. So, you know, to get these sculptures to actually stand up or sit up was almost impossible. So yeah. you had to lean them on something. And that yeah. then led to using little stools or chairs, yeah. Yeah. which also Sarah Lucas did later. But it could have also been a concern for her because using that material, maybe something that happens is you start thinking you don't want to put them on a plinth because that would just look
4: odd. But don't you want well, to animate yeah. them yeah. as you well? You them they and are... make them more human. Did you so give maybe them Maybe that names? was a strange coincidence.
2: Did you ever name them or...? The, each one do they have names like no, women's not, names? No, not,
4: uh, not, not each one of them. Uh, some of them, the bride. The bride, yeah. The bride or la veuve is the widow. Um, there's one called Mother and Child, I think. But normally, oh no, yeah, Mother not and Child. We had that one in Margate in the corner, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, where
3: you have a kind of younger yeah.
4: baby, like linked to the older yeah. and, figure. And most of, well, once more, that represent. Woman, I mean, m- yes. mainly, you know, yeah. Yeah. and with, with the thing that they used, or well, not always, but I mean, it's, of, it's things of only life, of uh, di- daily life, should I say. Yeah, you know? everyday life, yeah. Yeah, everyday life,
3: yeah. yeah. And then you bring them into a new combination that somehow creates something really powerful. <coughs>
4: Probably.
3: Yeah. yeah, I hope well, so. Well, I think so. Yeah. I hope I so, so too. And, and what about the time when you were having a studio that was in a kind of old train station? Oh, oh yeah. I love that story. And people used to come in and stuff.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, I used to live in a very posh um, council. I mean, is it council? Like an estate? Com- in a, no, not an estate. Community or something? Uh, well, like, uh, I must miss... Uh, Healing. what are those Oh like t- a kind of district. A district. County yeah. or something. county yeah. or yeah. town. Yeah. 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 Um and there was a, a station, a tiny station, uh which which Delvaux well I don't like Delvaux much as right. a painter, but I mean don't <laughs> say it to Delvo. anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> but don't say it to anyone. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean he's he was a wonderful man because I met him but um he he had um a studio there in that... And I asked... No, he painted the station, what am I doing? He painted... And then I asked the railway, because in that concert the, the railway station belongs to the railways. And I asked the railway, could I rent uh, your your station? Yeah. It was a tiny, tiny station. And it had a ticket office, didn't it? And yeah, they had a ticket office, but that was taken off. Yeah. And i i i could go from the door the front door i could go through the to my i mean to the station to the um platform mm-hmm. gay platform you know train platform yeah. and 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 then i put things that i couldn't you know things doing the train because i could provoke an accident and so um but why am I telling you that story? I can't remember. what, what was I, I the was question? just interested in, in that time when didn't you didn't had you have oh, yeah, people yeah. come
2: and visit you, thinking oh, yeah. they were.
4: Yeah, and then there were, all, I mean, you know, it's like a studio. If you, here is very neat because I did it especially for you. Thank but you. If you. If you see next door, I mean, they were all, I mean the studio is full of stuff. And yeah, quite
3: chaotic. Especially uh, with you because you collect so many I mean, found objects. Yeah.
4: yeah. And, <clears throat> totally chaotic. Yeah. And then people came in, they went in the front door, and they said, could we please have a ticket to go to... <laughs> well, I, was, I was totally amazed. I said, well, I'm sorry, I'm not selling tickets anymore. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I didn't believe it because it was surrounded by all stuff and they don't seem to... They weren't phased at all. The, well, yeah. uh, as, as if it would be normal to sell... With a lot,
2: a lot of like assemblage around everywhere, like bits and bobs. Well, wow. yeah,
4: I mean, I mean, there were all sorts we couldn't wow. imagine. Yeah. Do you
2: do you make work every day? No. How often do you do it?
4: Well, I'm, I make uh, quite a lot of collage, uh, and I, I can show you yeah, some yeah, of yeah. it. I mean, uh, and
2: are... they found images, or is it things you photograph? Well, just... or?
4: Those, those have nothing, well, it's a different, you can have a look at it. Yeah. It's different, uh, it's nothing to do oh, with, right, yeah, um,
3: yeah. with. Yeah, because you, you've made kind of books, haven't you, which are yeah. like note, notebooks, which are filled with collages. Yeah, and, yeah. And when you turn the page, it kind of ends up telling a huge story. And you sometimes use crayon and paint and different elements. Wow. Yeah. Within. They're quite minimal, they're
2: very minimal. Are they? Yeah. Well, these ones at the beginning especially, these feel very minimal. Yeah,
4: but uh, these, it's, you know, because that date, I mean, this one is last year,
2: I mean, you know. 14th of April, 2019.
4: Well, my work is much more minimal than it was. Than uh, it was back would in you, the 60s. Would you
2: describe yourself as a minimalist or a no, surrealist? no, or no, I wouldn't. A Duchampian? Duchamp, like Duchamp, Marcel Duchamp used the no, ready-made
4: and no, no, I, and as a matter of fact, I don't understand. I, I try to understand Marcel Duchamp because I've got friend Thierry de Duve. I suppose you know him. He's a very yeah. famous philosopher, art philosopher. Mm-hmm. He now lives. He's Belgian, but he lives in the states, mm-hmm. and he um, and and he. Uh, he wrote about the but I, no, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say I mean, no, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say at all. I'm in, mean, minimalist. Do you think I'm mean a minimalist?
2: Well, looking at your sketchbook, I'd say this is quite minimal. It makes me think of Richard Tuttle as well. Richard Tuttle's work, yeah. where it's quite mark making and quite simple, but. It's, I absolutely love this. this is I beautiful. love these books and I love the accumulation beautiful. of them. And then you have
3: like fabric are three elements. Buildings. Three buildings,
2: wow. So so these are three. One, from like a, a band-aid yeah, plaster. A whole, and... Yeah.
4: And that's, uh, that's a street, you know, a building. Wow. Well, I'm making things with anything I find. That's cute. And uh, that's cute. Look,
0: it's uh, a high <laughs>
2: school. This hole. looks like this could be a dustbin doll. This could be a yeah, yeah, yeah. character there. So then, let, can we take up to 2014 about a show you had that was quite a big moment in your life when uh, you was at the Jewish Museum in Belgium?
4: Oh, yeah, but I had a few shows. I had a very big show. I have got. A, I had a very big show at the um, Grand, Grand Hognou, which, is, which is, a a is a big, big, big museum. museum as
3: well. Yeah. What year was that? Uh...
4: 2005.
3: So that was 2005. But up until that point, you hadn't really done loads of exhibitions, had you?
4: No, I didn't. You know, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm a bit known as an artist in the French part of Belgium. Yeah, the French Hardly, Belgium. Hardly known. Well, some people know about it because I've been working for so long. Yes. But yeah. I don't quite, I, I, I'm very cross and uh, angry and, and, you know, to be so little recognised, yeah. even in my to own To be context.
2: overlooked, yeah. yeah yeah,
4: Not at all, I mean, you know, because it's it's very well that Lucas had, is known you know, but I've been doing people long before her, you know yeah. and, and I don't, I think it's very good that she's known you know, yeah, I think yeah. everyone should be uh, and of course I had more experience. I've got friends who didn't have a tour exhibition, but at the same time, I don't think, um, I don't think I'm recognised for my work, no. which has been for a year, I mean, over 50 years, yeah, mean, yeah.
3: you know. And that was what was such a joy with the Gossamer show was I felt like a lot of people were discovering you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it's a bit like there's a lot of kind of um, re-evaluation at the moment in the art world yeah. where people are kind of filling in gaps <coughs> that were missing mm-hmm. and kind of starting to recognise, you
4: know, un- and unheard especially, voices and especially lately... In the UK but elsewhere as well, is old uh, woman artists are recognised suddenly, which which is a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, yeah. mm. but I mean, at last, I mean, at yeah, 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 yes, at last, uh, yeah. you know, because we had we did some work and some of them are very good. and not all of them good, but I mean. And of course, I think men artists should be recognized as well. Yeah. yeah but yeah. generally, they are more recognized. women women artists, yeah. which yeah.
2: are not. So, what you is know. your what is your dream now? What would you like to? Well, I'll have to have i
4: would have, have to have an exhibition at
2: the date. Yes.
4: Uh, definitely, <laughs> yeah. or in New York, you know. Yes, yeah, somewhere uh, in New York. Uh, yeah. Right? Or uh, I would love to have a big exhibition. With I've got I've got so much work, yes. you know, and, it's and I such think good I work. think and I think. That's the, the. I'm not. Very, I'm not at all modest about my work. I think it's worthwhile, yeah. and it's really a wonderful contemporary art world. Yeah, and that's what I. I say, you know. I'm not boasting. I, I really think that. Yeah, yeah. Now really you really good. believe in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do believe it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and that's why I was so pleased to be invited by you. Yeah. No. Sure. It's been such a joy
2: to work yeah.
3: with you. I've loved it. Um, so, I we like... ask
2: every guest that comes on, we ask, I guess, every, two questions. The first question is if you could do an art heist, if you could steal a work of art from anywhere in the world, oh. you're touched on artwork, and take what it would home. it be and why?
3: <laughs> it could be anything, it can be big or small.
4: Well, I love Brancusi. Yeah. I like West. Franz West. West. West, yes. I love Franz West. And I like. Uh, he's. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, come oh, I think I'll see his work there. Oh yeah, you've got your library no, here of
2: books. Is he a painter or a No,
4: uh, he's he's a painter, but he did lovely sculpture, small sculpture. Yeah. And oh, I can't remember. And he's English. Yeah. And he had an exhibition lately and uh, he's got he he did well, the, the sculpture are not very big. But he bid... Um,
3: where, where was the exhibition?
4: Gus oh. S- Somewhere on Bone Street. Oh, right. Oh, on Bone Street.
2: What, an institution or, or a, a like a private... No,
4: no, a gallery. Like, a gallery. A gallery. So like
2: Sproof Magus or something like that? Or no,
4: no, not that. Gus. Gus.
2: Gagosian? G- Gagosian, no.
4: Yeah, I think that's it
2: goes again. It's basket, uh, no. I'm seeing your books you've got up there. So you've got a book on here, Yeah. Maybe?
4: I mean, no, just uh, what the, uh I love uh, David Ockney. Yes. Uh, but I love that man. I really I can't believe it. I mean, you know, I'm really
2: stupid. Rob, right, stand up there and shout out some oh, artists. Yeah. As Ava Hesse. Ava Hesse, no, that's us. Uh, uh, Fishley and Vice. Fishley Vice.
4: Oh, yeah, I love them too.
2: Yeah, Alexander, I
3: mean,
2: are they Who? Alexander
4: Calder. Yeah, Kaldur Halaf too. But I mean, I can tell you a little while. Sean Scully. Uh, well, it's, uh, Jimmy Durham. Durham. Oh, Jimmy Durham. Discover, I discovered Mark Nelson. Which yes, I know. yes, at I the time, yes. Mark, really, yeah, Mark really.
2: Nelson's amazing. Amazing?
3: Yes. You've got Ed shade. What?
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think Who's like d- done small sculptures oh. and paintings. He, Peter Kenley?
4: Yeah, Peter Kenley. But that, that small... Russian yeah. I love, no. Um, there's a small tiny
2: little thing. Oh, perfect. Like the flyer there by the Friends West one. Can you see that? Oh, that's, is this a guy? Yeah.
4: Oh, Cy oh, Twombly. Yes, the
2: sculptures. Really yes, and love the paintings. It. I really yes. Love well, it. he's very mark-making. I can see from your sketchbook Cy Twombly's influence in some ways or the oh, fact that you I have, I share the same sort of dialogue.
4: I didn't think that, but I mean, maybe. But I love I, I, I actually, love it actually so. thought,
3: you know, your initial early Maison sculptures... Like the early house kind of yeah, architectural yeah. work he made. Yeah. I was thinking about Franz West when I saw those, so that's quite oh, yeah. interesting I that, love, I love that you Friends love Franz West. West. Yeah. yeah, Yeah,
4: I love him. I love yeah. him, really. Cool. Well, there are lots of... Uh,
3: yeah, lots of different artists you like.
4: Yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: And then the other question we ask every guest is... Um, is... Yeah,
3: what is your favourite colour? Green. Oh, why
2: is that? Um, You've got green eyes, haven't you?
4: No. I would love
3: to, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have amazing green boots. I remember your.
4: There's a bit of green in it. There is green.
3: Yeah, in there.
2: yeah,
4: yeah, there yeah. There is. But you've got blue one.
2: Very blue, yes.
3: I've got brown. Yeah. Oh. But I, I remember you had really great green boots that yeah, you
2: wore yeah. a lot. And, and you're a, wearing and really great trousers. red boots now. Yeah. You're not, you're not we'll afraid. You're it. not afraid of color.
4: You
3: often you often wear color all together.
4: Yeah. I've noticed yeah, that with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I all I, green, but, or all red. People told me that I had the sense of color. I don't know. Perhaps it's. Bad
2: sense of color. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no! I think it's amazing. Yeah, the f- uh, yeah no, you look incredible. It. It's on. an individual
3: green. sense of color. Uh,
4: yeah, I love green. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. And why green? Well, that's a question I didn't ask myself. But um, well, of course, I, I would say because there are loads of shades of green, but of course there are loads of say, other colors too. So it doesn't work. Mm. So I have to find something else. I have no idea why. Um
3: sometimes you can't explain things like that though. Mm. I think it's just yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Wonderful. Which is your favourite?
2: My favourite colour, blue, I guess. I don't my eyes. I don't know, but I'm always wow. drawn. I'm wearing a lot of blue today. I don't oh, know yeah. what it is about it. I feel like it's the sky, the sea, oh, gives yeah. a bit of depth. I think it feels I like grey as well as a colour. So tonally I kind of yeah. I'm drawn to those colours. I've always
3: loved orange because I find it the most positive colour I find. If I wear orange, I feel really uplifted.
4: And quite driven, yeah. And I'm, I miss, I've got a friend, who yeah. met at the pub, and she loves orange. And even <laughs> she's she found a toilet paper orange.
3: Oh my right? gosh, she really and loves orange.
4: Just upset. orange toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't believe it, but no. she's really... Uh, yeah. and, um,
2: well, so now you're living in London, that's always been a big fantasy of yours to come back here. Yeah, ha- yeah. Ha- what is London giving you t- for your art? How is it?
4: Um... Well, perhaps I'm doing perhaps I'm doing smaller piece than I used to mm. because I haven't got a studio, which which I would love to have. But I think in my life, that's sixty over fifty years uh, working from the sixties onwards. Mm. You know, uh, I've been working from the sixties onwards. I more often didn't have a studio than have a studio, mm. but I did have some studio. But here, it's a bit... I'm working here in my sitting room, yeah. you know. And um, it's... Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to have a studio. But London... I think it's funny to say I feel, I feel free here. But, but when I say that, I wasn't in prison in Belgium either. You know, I'm well, just the same... But it makes me feel freer,
3: huh, perhaps. Yeah, but that's quite a powerful state. Creatively, of mind. yeah. You know, if a place connective. can make you feel that, yeah. it's a great thing,
2: isn't it? So yeah. we need to get you a big studio, a Tate <laughs> show, Tate retrospective, yeah. and a show in New York. Yeah. That's Good what we do. So instead of an art heist, See, we're going to get they, you an yeah. art yeah. show. We're going to run, run out and get you a show. You. Exactly.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Well, I think I, I would. I would love to. I mean, you know, really, I would love to
2: uh well anyway thank you so much for coming on talk art marianne it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today yeah thank
3: you so much marianne it's been incredible and for images of all artworks we've discussed in today's episode you can visit our instagram mm-hmm. at talk art and you can and also we'll look on be... the
2: carlfriedman.com website is yeah. it carlfriedman.com
3: yeah carlfriedman.com and you can see images from the gossamer exhibition which included marianne's work and um it's been so wonderful to spend time with you thank you Thank you very much
2: to both of you. <laughs> and uh, we will be back very soon. Yes, Thanks. Big love. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamond and Russell Toby.
3: Follow us on Instagram at Talk Art, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in today's episode. With music by Jack Northover.
2: Subscribe to Talk Art at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts.
3: Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening.